Hey, welcome in, everybody. My name is Josh All, and I am honored to introduce you all to the newest show on the Get Level Podcast Network. Now, the Get Level Network is designed to take the messages and resources from the different agencies and the organizations in Tuscross County and then bring all that information to our listeners. So thank you for tuning in. And the more we talk and communicate, the bigger impact that we can have on this community. All right. So today I am here with Jody Salvo, and she's going to be hosting the new Anti-Drug Coalition podcast. Jody, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Thanks, Josh. I am so excited about this project, um, the mission, vision of Next Level, and an opportunity to have a platform um, where the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition can can just kind of share out information, have some dialogues with our community about what we do, who we are, um, some of the work here in the county. So my name is Jody Salvo. Um, I work for Ohio Guidestone. I direct substance use prevention services. Um, and I also have the privilege of coordinating the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition. Um, so that's a little bit about me. I'm here from the county. Um, I love Tuscarawas County. I love um, working here. I love our community leaders. Um, but I was a trained social worker. Um, that's my background. And I fell into the world of substance use prevention probably about eight years ago. Um, and with that, I just have a passion for our young people. Um, I've had the opportunity in my job at Ohio Guidestone, um, to work with young people. And now in my work with the coalition to, to, to look at our young people and say, oh my goodness, the, the strengths, the talents, um, the potential that lie with each one of our young persons, um, is amazing. And um, the Anti-Drug Coalition, our mission and vision is to empower our young people to live healthy and drug-free lives. And we do that um, in the Anti-Drug Coalition by um, reducing access to substances, to educating parents, to building skills with parents and youth on how to make healthy decisions, how to direct our young people in, in healthy ways. Um, help them with assertiveness skill and decision-making skills and social skills, all those things that are needed to help them make healthy decisions and absolutely thrive. Um, so that's just a little bit about me, um, a little bit about the coalition, what we're passionate about, what I'm passionate about. Um, yeah. And that's, that's exactly why we wanted to get the anti-drug coalition into the get level network um, to bring these messages to the community in a, in a format that is growing in a way that people are consuming content more and more nowadays. So from the coalition's perspective, you guys are starting a brand new podcast here. We are. Yeah. And, and this is, this is a really exciting for everybody. <laughs> <Very fun. laughs> so what is it about doing a podcast that resonated with you? What was the, the purpose behind starting this? There's a couple things. Um, first of all, um, I'm a firm believer when you hear something once, twice, three times, you probably should take heed to it. So <laughs> had a couple of people saying, hey, you know, the work y'all do really might be delivered well in a podcast format. And and our chairperson, Carrie Metzger, was the one that made me think, okay, let's, let's just walk through this door. Um, the reason this really resonates with us is the word, our title, the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition, um, we have branded ourselves well over probably the last eight years. Um, however, with that, I think people know Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition. They see our little logo out there. Um, 
And I don't want to change the name because we have branded well. However, I think when people hear Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition, they don't really get who we are or what we do. You know, you initially think um, drugs, you think treatment, you think recovery, and all those things are very important to us. And I never want to diminish uh, the work in that treatment and recovery world because, man, these are um, persons we support and we work well with and, and, and sitting at our table and we do awareness events and a lot of work with our treatment recovery world. Um, but the anti-drug coalition was born, conceived, convened to prevent use substance use. So I think a lot of times people have misconceptions about who we are. Um, but I also think the coalition, man, we have some depth. We have, um, just a huge, um, volunteer membership. Um, and we have community members. We have our strong organizations, our social service organizations are at the table. Our schools are at the table. Um, I think we just have a great membership. We have a great reach out into the community. Um, but because sometimes we might have a disconnect of who we are and what we do, I think a podcast is a really great way to kind of share some of the work of the coalition. Um, so I think this is just a really great avenue. A lot of times when people hear substance use prevention um, and you hear our our vision is empowered um, youth living healthy and drug-free lives, you think that we work or people sometimes think we just work with youth and we do work with youth, but my goodness, if we are going to prevent youth substance use, it's the adults. We really have mm -hmm. to work with, um, to build up, um, the skills, uh, the knowledge, um, to really protect our kids, to be that wall. So sometimes we have a hard time connecting with adults. Adults are busy, you know, we're working, we're trying to keep our families afloat. Um, we all know life is crazy. So I think this is just really a neat opportunity. Um, it's a different way to communicate. And I'm excited about honestly leveraging some of our membership here from county commissioners to superintendents at schools, um, to guidance counselors, to our treatment agencies, to our churches. So we have a lot of a really strong faith-based sector on the coalition. Um, so we can have an opportunity to just kind of share who we are, what we do, what we're passionate about, how the community can can learn a little bit from the work we do. And my goodness, that at the end of the day, um, we'll do a better job of protecting our kids. Yeah, there's a lot of great resources in the community. And I'm very excited for you guys to bring those to the forefront and get them on here and, and pull the content out of them. And I was just, you know, listening to you talking about the the youth. And um, I know you added the tagline to your logo. So whenever you go to adctusk.org, go to the website, first thing you see, of course, the Anti-Drug Coalition logo, which you have done a great job, Brandy, but then it's empowering youth to live drug free. Yep. And it's not empowering youth directly. It is empowering youth through the parents because absolutely, it, it takes the whole community to absolutely. empower the youth to live drug free, right? Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Well, now you, you mentioned, uh, Carrie Metzger yes. and I know he is, uh, he has called in. So, um, Jody, why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about Carrie and then we'll, uh, we'll swing over to him here in a second. Okay. You know what? Honestly, um, it is a great privilege. Carrie Metzger, um, is the chair of the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition. And for any of y'all that do not know Carrie, um, you know, 
sometimes in life you are just blessed by something, someone that comes into your life. And and Kerry Metzger, um, if you don't know him, he was a practicing dentist here in Tuscarawas County. And then he went to become our state representative. Um, then he moved in position of Tuscarawas County Commissioner, um, where he retired about a year ago. And we were privileged that he was willing after retirement um, to chair the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition. Um, so we're going to bring Carrie on in a second, but I just want to say the coalition's been up and running since 2011. Really, we started meeting in 2012. Um, and we did some great things over those years, but it was not until Carrie came aboard that he was able to bring structure. Um, he was really able to fine tune the work we do, um, really um, kind of just getting us working like, like a well-oiled machine. So I am privileged to work with Carrie. He makes me a better person every day. Um, and he's one of those true leaders of the community that just make us all better. And so I am pleased to introduce Carrie Metzger here as the chairperson of the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition. Carrie, you there? Yes, I'm there. Nice. How about that intro, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what an intro. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I'm a little embarrassed at this point, but uh, please do. I appreciate, I, I appreciate the intro, though. You know, Carrie, um, I, I say that you were probably one of the most humble public servants I have met in Tuscarawas County. And I think you're one of those silent leaders. Um, but anyone that has worked with you out in the county um, knows that there's nothing that you won't do well. Um, with when you're committed to it and you believe in it. So I just want to ask you, Carrie, can you tell us a little bit about why you chose to um, not only be involved with the anti-drug coalition after your retirement, but really step up into that chairperson role? Well, uh, again, thanks for the nice comments there, uh, Jody. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, well deserved. Just, just as you had talked about before, you have a, a passion for kids, and I'm the, I'm the same way. I come from that ilk that uh, um, I've been involved with children issues for a number of years now. Uh, when I was in the state legislature, um, we had a total rewrite of the foster care laws here in the state of Ohio, and I was uh, privileged to be able to carry that uh, piece of legislation through the. Uh, through the legislature and then the signing uh, by the governor. So that, that had an impact on kids. Uh, the second thing is, and then as, as I went from the state legislature to the county commissioner position, uh, I worked uh, quite a bit in the uh, job and family services mm -hmm. agency arena. And uh, I saw when I was working there, I saw that firsthand uh, that the impact that the drugs and substance abuse issues had on the, on the children. And as you said before, it's also to about the, about the families and the parents. So for me, it was a natural extension for me to continue my work, my continued work in this arena, working with the kids, trying to help them out with issues that they face, and also trying to, trying to find ways to um, have uh, parents understand the insidious nature of drug and uh, substance abuse and misuse. So when I became commissioner, 
uh, you know, I had heard about the anti-drug coalition as the, as the commissioner. So I thought, well, okay, it deals with children uh, and the like, which is, as they said, is an extension of what my work had been. Uh, and so I decided that I'd begin to attend some of the meetings. Mm-hmm. And, and as I attended those meetings, I saw, you know, some of the great things that the coalition was doing for kids. And I said to myself, well, you know, this is probably something uh, that I could really have uh, uh, some benefit for the kids yeah. in, in the in the county. So I did that when, as you said, when it was formed in 2011. I'm not sure when I became on board. It may have been a year or so after that. Uh-huh. But but then, but my problem at that point was um, I was. Uh, pleased to be able to do this work, but as commissioner, I had a multitude of uh, other issues and and responsibilities that I had to do. And as you said, in 2018, after 31 years uh, in uh, public uh, elected office, wow, uh, both at the both at the local, the state, and the county uh, level, uh, I retired. I retired, and so I said to myself, "Okay, you're retired." You enjoy doing this work with the coalition for the kids. And so I decided that I had so much more time to volunteer that the coalition became my number one primary volunteer um, organization that that I wanted to spend my time with. And I wanted to, uh, as I said, spend the vast amount of time, majority of time working with the coalition to try to have an impact on our youth here in Tuscarawas County. Carrie, I bet you never thought you would spend this much time with the Anti-Drug Coalition, huh? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, <clears throat> it's quite a bit. But I, I, but the thing is, when, you, when you're uh, doing something and you enjoy what you're doing and you feel like you're having an impact, it doesn't matter the time you put into it. Yeah. It's all worthwhile. Well, I'm just going to throw out when I just said how much time you spent. Um, Just for our listeners, Kerry has immersed himself in the field of substance use prevention. Last year alone, I know that you were at least learning for three solid weeks out of town um, where you and I were on a um, academy um, where we learned about coalitions and best practices for three weeks of our time alone, in addition to a whole bunch of the other conferences. In fact, Carrie, I tend to say to our audience that you and I probably spent about probably close to 40, 45 days away from our families just learning about coalition work last year. Um, so I appreciate that because that was immersion of, uh, I always say it was kind of like drinking from a fire hydrant, you know, <laughs> the last couple of, well, last year. And do you feel that investment of training has, has been helpful on understanding who we are, what we're doing, how we can better protect our community? Oh, absolutely. I mean, when I first came into the coalition, I mean, I knew it's amazing how much you really don't know what's happening within your community and the great things that, that, that are there that you can help the lives of uh, the youth here in uh, Tuscarawas County. So absolutely. It, it was a huge learning experience for me. I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever stop learning I'm with uh, you. about uh, the coalition um, uh, issues and the like. So uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was well worth the time and the effort to be able to uh, uh, 
to spend that time to learn more and more and immerse myself more and more into the coalition work. Hey, Kara, would you mind um, just kind of letting our listeners know what are some of the projects or efforts of the coalition that uh, you just think these are game changers? These, These are efforts that do make a difference in our community. Well, I think one of the one of the programs that we've uh, started about two years ago was uh, with the faith based community. Nice. And as we attended a lot of those uh, meetings uh, and learning experiences, there are a lot of coalitions that have a real problem uh, with trying to engage uh, the faith based community. But here we started, uh, Jody, you started. Um, and uh, Connie Limbacher and a group started uh, an effort to try to get the faith-based uh, sector here in Tuscarawas County involved in the work that we do mm-hmm. and uh, try to make those connections uh, with the varying uh, uh, churches yep. throughout the uh, Tuscarawas County. And so we had what the, at the end of September, we have a what's called Hope Sunday. Uh, this past year, we were very pleased uh, that we put together a uh, a video of of just providing hope to mm-hmm. folks with uh, drug abuse uh, issues, youth and adult alike. And so we put that we put that uh, together. Uh, and um, and the fortunate thing was our our governor here in in uh, the state of Ohio is very involved with children issues. He, he's mm. been that way ever since I've known him. And uh, he actually agreed to do a, uh, an ending for the, uh, for the uh, uh, video yep. for us. And that was a huge impact. I and mean, when you can get the governor to specifically look at Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition. That's fun. And, 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 and kind of say what great things and things that we're doing and, and the need for the faith-based community to step up in helping to provide, uh, uh, you know, those things that are needed to help with uh, youth uh, drug and misuse, drugs and misuse of those drugs, uh, it was a game changer. Agreed. And all, all, all kudos to you and Connie and the, uh, the team effort. And the group. Yeah, it was a, it was a really a great collaborative effort uh, between that. And uh, I think the first year, I think we had what. Uh, about 70 churches involved. Yep. This this past year, I think we had somewhere around 110 to 120. Yep. So it's it's growing. Um, I mean, how? I think there's somewhere. I think I heard the that there were somewhere around 170 to 180 churches in Tuscarawas County. Yeah. So you can see the growth that we have in comparison to the total number of uh, churches you know that we that we've had. So that, that's this one big uh, project that we've done that has been very successful and has been recognized um, uh, by the governor and by others uh, throughout the state of Ohio as being one of the be- uh, best faith-based sectors in the state of Ohio. Yep. So really proud of the work that you do and, 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 the, and the folks, uh, members of the coalition have done, uh, and especially with the faith-based sector. Carrie, you know what? uh, I think back when I really started to get to work with you, I think with the coalition, um, back, was it 2015 or 2016 when the marijuana legalization effort was on the ballot? 
or medicinal oh, yeah. recreational. Yeah. That, um, yeah. That's, that's when it came on. That was pretty interesting. And I'm just for our listeners. Um, when we first had that first ballot initiative for recreational medicinal uh, marijuana legalization in Ohio, um, Orvis, Sheriff Orvis Campbell um, was our vice president of the coalition at the time. Myself, um, Dick Goodings, a business owner in town, and we were very concerned about what the impact of marijuana legalization would have on our community, on our young people. And Carrie, it was you that really mobilized the coalition to develop a, um, um, a political action committee so we could have a very mm-hmm. strong presence here in the county. And with that, Tuscarawas County had the strongest no vote out of our 88 counties. And that was no doubt to you knowing how to mobilize us. And that was a game changer, I think, for the coalition. And that was the first time I really got to work with you in an in-depth way. Um, so I personally, like when I think of success as the coalition, I go back that far. And it was you thinking in a different way and coming in from understanding the power of a political system and how um, we can do that well to leverage and protect our community. So um, you know, I think the coalition's had some pretty neat efforts and successes over the past um, couple of years. Well, uh, but I, you're absolutely correct, Jody. <clears throat> I think that's one of the skill sets I was able to bring. Again, being in in elected office for some 31 years, I've made numerous uh, contacts, and I was able to bring those political contacts to the table. When we dealt with that marijuana issue, yep. uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I've worked with governors, I've worked with cabinet officials, I've worked with the legislature. I understand where the um, powerpoints are, where yep. you can have an impact on a piece of legislation. So I think that's one of the one of the main skill sets that, that I've brought to the uh, coalition. And I also want to mention also uh, not only that, but just in the past state budget in 2019, mm-hmm. uh, when they, when they were doing the state budget, we, I, again, as I said, we have a governor who's very involved with children and he put into his version of the state budget, the governor DeWine did put in uh, his version uh, uh, in state budget of, uh, by providing for the first time ever a separate line item for prevention that had never happened before. And, and so that went then from his budget, it went to the, you know, how this process works, budgeting works, went from that, his office to the house, the house then puts its fingerprints on the budget. The house concurred with what the governor wanted to do uh, with that, with those prevention dollars and kept it into in the, into their version of the uh, state budget. It then went over to the Senate. Now, unfortunately, in the Senate side, they decided to take all that money out. So, if you understand the process, once the Senate does uh, puts that together, if the version of the budgets are different, then it has to go to what's called a conference committee. And we had, uh, you know, with Jody and her expertise and knowledge of the coalition and the impact that those dollars would have on the, uh, not only our coalition, but coalitions across the state, um, we were able to uh, have an impact on that conference committee report that came out. 
again, uh, in the conference committee, you have three uh, people from the Senate, three people from the House. Uh, because the Republicans are in the majority, they have two members uh, and uh, one Democrat member on each of the Senate and the House. So there's six total members. But the but the impact that we had was the, where my help came in is that I knew the uh, the uh, uh, Senate minority uh, person, one, one of the minority persons on that, a fellow by the name of Jack Sarah. Um, I'm sorry, he was a representative, a representative Jack Sarah. <clears throat> and you and I uh, went down to Columbus, and because I had a previous relationship uh, with uh, Jack as a representative and as a friend, we were able to break through and have an actual face-to-face meeting with Jack explaining why we need to keep that in. Uh, and so uh, he was really changer. our champion. Oh, absolutely. He absolutely. was our champion you know, in the conference committee report. And in the end, uh, it was the, the House version was accepted on, the, on these prevention dollars. And State of Ohio got $17 million, uh, million put in the prevention. I mean, that's the impact that you have. But what benefit from me that I added to it was I knew the process. I knew how to work through the process. And, uh, and the context that I've made over, you know, 31 years, uh, we put in the good play. And we were able to make a difference in that uh, state budget. And you know what? Um, for listeners out there, Carrie's just saying it as it is. Um, I am the chairman of the Ohio State Prevention Coalition Association. I'm also on the board of directors of Ohio's Alcohol, Drug Abuse, and Prevention Association. And yesterday we were having a planning session with persons from Columbus. And your name came up on this prevention line item budget because it's interesting um, we have a, a passionate field of prevention specialists who know our trade well, but we don't necessarily know how the legislature works and how to move it and to to advocate in a, an effective way. And your name came up in the meeting yesterday of, you know, we have an association conference this fall and having some panels. And you're definitely one person that we wanted there um, because you you always do um, push us as a coalition to to think about mm-hmm. advocacy. Um, I I know you're saying every quarter we need to be in Columbus and we need to have a relationship with our decision makers down there um, so they can understand who we are, the work that we do, and why it matters um, in our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It is certainly something that has a lot of value um, just because you understand policy. And a lot of times I think when we talk about the anti-drug coalition, people think it's just providing information. You know, we're we're at booths, we're telling, uh, providing information on substances, on substance use prevention. But um, at the end of the day, what I have learned as I've grown in this field, we have the most effect when we change policies and procedures. So if we have the ability to limit um, youth access to substances, whether that's from zoning, it's from compliance checks, um, it's from school policies, that's where we're going to have 
the most environmental change. That's where we're really going to protect our kids. And I don't know without your expertise. And I will also say Commissioner um, Al Landis as well. He's also a member of the coalition. Both of y'all just bring um, an invaluable, invaluable um, resource to the coalition, which is a game changer for protecting our kids. So, Carrie, I think it's probably about time to wrap up. Is there anything else you would want to say about the Anti-Drug Coalition um, before we uh, wrap up today? Well, the only thing I would say is that, you know, if, if people who are listening to this podcast um, are interested in uh, joining uh, the coalition and the great things that we do, uh, we're always looking for volunteers. I mean, the only thing right now that limits our ability to do more things uh, and better things is we need we need the members to be able to volunteer to be able to carry out those different projects sure. uh, that we do. So um, if you're interested, I would get in contact with Jody and uh, at the at her office and um, and we can um, uh, send you out a membership form and and would really be happy to have you. Uh, as a member of the coalition and the work that we do. Nice. Hey, Gary, for the next couple of weeks, this is our official launch of the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast. I think we're going to be transitioning these first couple of weeks on leveraging this COVID connection opportunities for families to bond because we do know that bonded families, strengthened families is that protective factor for kids to make healthy drug-free um, choices, um, so I think we're going to really kind of stick there for our first couple episodes, but I'll tell you what, um, I'd love for us to have some upcoming podcasts where we can really kind of drill down a little bit about who we are, the work we do, um, the difference, the anti-drug coalition, um, is making in Tuscarawas County, um, and how we can just have some conversation about how other agencies fit in and how community members fit in. So I want to just thank you for your commitment, your time today, um, your time always working with the coalition um, and the difference you make here to Tuscarawas County. Well, thank you. And, and all the hours that you put in sure uh, for the coalition too. So appreciate that. All right. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Well, that was, that was awesome. Neat. Great, great interview with Carrie Metzger there. So I think that'll be a wrap here for the intro episode for the Anti-Drug Coalition podcast. Uh, Jody, do you have anything to sign off with? Any last remarks here? I'm just going to say, come join us. Um, we're yep. going to be on weekly and uh, the Anti-Drug Coalition really does. We have some amazing members, amazing organizational members. And I think y'all might enjoy hearing some of the work going on in Tuscarawas County. Absolutely. Okay. So everybody out there, just stay tuned. Uh, keep coming back for more there. The anti-drug coalition is going to be pumping out some really, really good stuff here. So thanks for tuning in and we'll, we'll talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.